Hello, Elk Mound. Happy Friday. What is going on? My name is Jerry Murphy. My quarantine project is learning to play the ukulele. During the last two weeks, I've spent many hours playing in the sandbox with my three-year-old son. And if I was not a band director, pretty sure I would have become Batman. I always liked his cool things on his belt. You ever seen Bat Dad? Bad Dad, I have not, no. Bat Dad is a guy that dresses up with a Batman mask and, and like says things to his kids and his wife in a scary Batman voice. Really? Yeah, you should look it up. It's pretty funny. I am anyway. gonna, I'm going to look that up and then become that person. Yes. All right. I am Mr. Derek Tillis. My quarantine project so far has been finishing the barn doors I'm building in my garage. I'm just down to one more stain, and then I'll be able to put them up. Outside of that, uh, my other hobbies, I would think um, doing more woodworking projects would be fun for me to do. So, uh, yeah, let's get going, Mr. Murphy. Oh, Mr. Tillis, I don't want to just jump right to it. How are you, Mr. Tillis? We haven't talked a whole lot lately. I'm tired. <laughs> are you tired? Are you hanging in there? Uh, I'm I'm uh, holding on. I heard a, a, notifi- a, a notification go off in the background there. Was that you? Yep, I just muted my phone. All right, sounds good. Is there anything else that you feel the need to mute uh, back there? Because we, we went through this in our rehearsal. I'm just, uh, I'll probably mute you here pretty soon. Oh, don't you wish. All right, on that note, let's go to topic number one. Are you ready, Mr. Tillis? Bring it on. All right, topic number one, folks, is what has been your biggest challenge during quarantine so far? Uh, give me a personal challenge and a professional challenge. Um, I'll start, Mr. Tillis, if that's okay. Okay. All right. Professionally, uh, okay, so I've been teaching a lot of online music lessons, and I would say that my my professional challenge has just been a, a technological one. There's just a delay um, in my teaching, and and when I say something to my students, they there's a delay in that. So if I say one, two, ready, go, they don't get that for like another couple seconds after I say it. So there, that, that's been kind of a challenge that I've been working with. Um, besides that, just the, you know, we're all getting used to learning and teaching online in general, and there's just been hiccups, you know, j- just with the different computer programs we've been using and all that kind of good stuff. Um, personally, I think my biggest challenge, I probably like other parents uh, throughout the world, is just teaching my kids. How's it been going for you, Mr. Tillis? Well, my oldest daughter um, is self-sufficient she she's in fourth grade and she just does everything on her own and she um is done with schoolwork by around 10 a.m every day so it's uh been actually really nice yeah awesome yeah and and i think my, my kids are finally starting to figure out that the quicker they start on their schoolwork and do their best at it the quicker they can get done um at times there's a, there's like just arguing over silly things and I'll, I'll, I'll make my kids, if, if they write something sloppy, we're going to erase that and we're going to make it look nice and we can either fight about it or we can just do it and get it done. And they're finally starting to figure out like, Hey, let's just get this thing done. So, um, those are my challenges. How about you, Mr. Tillis? Yeah. So professionally for me, um, it's just been a lot of reteaching the same instructions I've already given out and just, um, learning how to be patient because the whole online learning thing is it's it's different for us as teachers and it's different for um, our students as well. So um, just being patient with that and knowing that there's there's no good way of this happening. It's just 
everything has to go with a little bit more patience. I see you as a very patient person in general. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, I am a very patient person in general, but um, my patience is being tested. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, um, you do a very good job. Go on. And then as far as personally, um, just time management, you know, is a challenge between my wife and I both teaching and then also both running daycare for our own kids and trying to get other projects done and finding time to sleep and everything like that. It's just been it's been hard to manage the time. And, you know, there's not enough hours in the day to do everything that you need to do. Um, So certain things have been sacrificed. But, yeah, yeah, those would be the challenges I've had so far. Very good. Very good. All right, next topic. So, Mr. Murphy, we are both big sports fans, wouldn't you say? I would say yes. We've had many conversations about the uh, struggling Minnesota Timberwolves and uh, struggling Minnesota Vikings. Okay. (laughs) And how about them uh, um, teams that you like, huh? Well, the Cubs won the World Series a couple years ago, so I feel good about that. And um, the Packers made the playoffs last year, so I feel good about that. Um, so did the Vikings. Yeah, but I have nothing to say about that, Mr. <laughs> All right, so what is your biggest memory in professional sports? Going through right. your whole life, look back. So so uh, prior to, to living in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, I grew up in Chicago, Illinois. So I've always been a big Chicago fan. Now, you probably heard me a second ago mention that I'm a Packer fan and I was I grew up a Bears fan but the problem was there was two things that made me kind of morph into a Packer fan uh the first thing was it was very difficult once we moved up here to get Packer I'm sorry to get Bears coverage so it was just hard to be a Bears fan and not be able to to watch the games secondly I met my wife and it was kind of like you either you know marry me and become a Packer fan, or this ain't happening. So I decided to, to be a Packer fan. Yeah. So those, anyway. those are two not good excuses. Right. Well, you know, it is what it is. But anyway, but my favorite professional sports memory, um, I am really into right now the ESPN documentary right now with the, the uh, 1990s Chicago Bulls. And I've been watching every single episode, and my favorite sports memory is very easily – the 1993 uh, NBA Finals. Now, why it's a memory is because my family was um, in Florida at the time at Disney World, and I can just remember uh, my dad and I were it were in the hotel room, and the rest of our family was asleep. And it was it was a really close game. I think the Bulls were down. It was Game Six with like 10 seconds left. They were down by like two points. And everybody's thinking the ball's going to go to Michael Jordan. And I remember Michael Jordan dribbled it up the court, passed it to Horace Grant, who kicked it out to John Paxson, who scored a, made a three-pointer. And they, they ended up winning the game, won the series. Big celebration. Um, my dad and I, like the next day, went to Disney World. We wore our Chicago Bulls stuff. And it was just, it, it was just cool. Awesome. Thank you. I have to say, I, I still want to comment more on your reason becoming a Packer fan. I, I don't think that that is good because when I moved here from Minnesota, yes, it was still hard for me to watch games, but I found a way. And yes, my wife is also a Packer fan, but there is no way I was changing my loyalties of my entire childhood just to 
make my wife happy. So, well, and I would probably tell you that about ninety five percent of our listeners would probably agree with you. And I feel, to be honest, I feel soft. Like I buckled and I became a Packer fan. Um, but I'm still a huge Cubs fan. Like, and I always will be. And that's just the way it is. So, yeah. And I'm all Minnesota sports except college because growing up I never watched the Gophers or anything so I became I told my wife I'd become a Badger fan if she became a T-Wolves fan so we made oh. that compromise. Well there you go so you guys are you know wheeling and, and dealing over there in the Tillis household too huh? Yeah because I had no allegiance for college and she had no allegiance for professional basketball so. Got it got it I'm with you. All right yeah. well, so what's your uh, favorite professional sports memory Mr. Tillis? Well I'd say when I was younger you know I would go to only a couple of games a year. You know, we go to like twins games were more frequent because they were less expensive, but otherwise, you know, um, I only would go to like a handful of Vikings games my entire childhood because they're just much more expensive. And then we go to uh, T-Wolves games a lot too. But one thing I really liked um, growing up is we went to training camp down in Mankato for the Vikings. And it was fun as a young, a young fan being able to, to sit outside and watch the players play and get to see, you know, my sports idols um, walk by and sign autographs and stuff like that. I remember seeing Chris Carter, who is my all-time favorite player from the Vikings and um, Randy Moss and stuff like that. So that, that was just a fun time for me. Otherwise, um, since then growing up, um, one of my favorite memories would have to be the Minneapolis Miracle. Oh, yeah. It was just uh, a whirlwind of a game, you know, and there at the end, he, I'm at my house here with my wife and her best friend and they feel bad for me because we're losing, you know, and I'm just like sobbing in my, in my couch. And then, you know, that, that last play happens and I just was screaming and jumping up and down and going crazy. So yeah, yeah, that, that was just an awesome play. So yeah, that was an awesome that was a cool play. Hey, were you were you really sobbing? <laughs> well, not like sobbing, crying, but you know, like sad. But you, you can cry, you know, it's okay. Oh, I I know, I cry many times, Mister Murphy. Oh, My, I, I I usually judge movies on how good they are by how many times I cry. <laughs> awesome. Hey, Mister Tillis, you know what time it is? Game time. Whoop. Hey, it's time to pay the bills. Alrighty, here we go. Mr. Chillis. Yes, Mr. Murphy. Have you noticed that all of our commercials start with, hey, Mr. Chillis? Gosh, you are so right, Mr. Murphy. Let's change it up today, shall we? Good plan. All right, let's start all over. Here we go. Yo, Mr. Chillis. Yes, Mr. Murphy. Have you ever been outside for a long time and noticed your skin getting really warm and turning red? Why, yes, Mr. Murphy, I have. What is this crazy phenomenon? Well, Mr. Tillis, this is called a sunburn. If you get a sunburn, it can really hurt. Mr. Murphy, I wish that there was some way to stop a sunburn from ever happening. I'm glad you said that, Mr. Tillis, because there is. All you need to do is get some sunscreen. Sunscreen? Yes, sunscreen. It's super easy. If you want to protect your arms, you put some sunscreen on your arms. If you want to protect your face, 
you put the product on your face. <laughs> wow, Mr. Murphy, this sounds like quite the product. I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to go buy some today. <laughs> You should, Mr. Tillis, you should. Sunscreen, available pretty much everywhere. Oh, Mr. Tillis, I think our commercials are getting, uh, either we are like funnier than we realize. <laughs> Or maybe it's the complete opposite. We're not as funny as, as we, we think we are. What do you think is going on? Um, <laughs> I think we're running on fumes as far as inspiration for funny things. Because I, I noticed that like when my wife and I started dating, like she would laugh at all my jokes. And I would like I I thought I was the funniest guy in the world. And I'd probably say the last couple of years, like my jokes are not as effective anymore. Yeah, we're just getting old. Yeah, maybe that's that's it. I'm not quite as funny as I thought I was. <laughs> All right, moving on, Mr. Tillis. All right. Um, if you could give some simple advice to our teenagers listening today, what would it be? Simple advice. Well, this is going to be a simple thing, but maybe not so simple to actually accomplish, accomplish and that would be um, to be true to yourself. And what I mean by that is, you know, you need to know who you are as a person before you really start doing things that matter. So if, for instance, if you're just going to start dating someone, you need to know like, hey, this is what I want in a person rather than just jumping into it because, oh, you think that person's cute. Or if you want to go and pursue a career, you know, you need to make sure that you know what you are good at and what you're not good at. Um, just be true to yourself. Really like do self-discovery activities because that's going to help you in the long in the long run as far as being successful and being happy. So that would be my little thing. Be true to yourself. What about you, Mr. Murphy? Very good advice, Mr. Chills. I like it a lot. Uh, mine I, I, is very simple. And I, I would just say like teenagers, but everybody, we can just kind of chill out with the cell phones. Um, I just feel that, you know, I'll be walking, you know, through the halls at school and, and instead of, you know, seeing students talking to each other, they look down at their phone to see who did something on Snapchat or, you know, the, just just little things where kind of our, our, our go to method of entertainment or just kind of wasting time is just look at our cell phone. But there's so much uh, so many other things that we can be doing. And if we're if we're just focused on our cell phones, um, there's so much in life that that, that you're just going to miss. So I would just, you know, if, if you're at home and I know that, that we we're all bored right now at home. And, you know, yes, I'll look at my cell phone and, and you know, just kind of kill time on that. But but set rules for yourself. You know, put it aside for, you know, four hours at night. Spend time with your family. Talk with your family. And, 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 and don't miss the little things in life pass you by because you're just focused on, you know, Snapchat or whatnot. All right. I agree with that totally. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. You've probably noticed if you are one of our uh, you know, listeners that have been with us since the very beginning, our podcasts have gotten shorter. That's intentional. Uh, some of our, our podcasts were kind of pushing 30 to 40 minutes. So we just try to, you know, try to shorten them up and um, you know, put all of our great, funny information 
uh, kind of condense everything for you. So thank you for listening to our podcast. As always, emails with ideas. Um, if students, if you guys ever need help or anything, um, you can email myself or Mr. Tillis. You can uh, message us on Google Hangouts. You can send up the bat signal, whatever it is. <laughs> We're there for you guys. So, Mounters, have a great weekend. Um, if you liked our podcast, tell all your friends. If you didn't, please don't be a big mouth. I'll do better next time. Until next time, you stay classy, Elk Mounders. Thank <laughs> you.